This is Monday, February 21st, and day one of our podcast entitled Gentle and Lowly. We're going to be looking about the heart of Jesus, the character of Jesus. Now, it's true there are many studies that examine the work of Christ or the cross of Christ, the ministry and miracles or the teaching of Jesus. But we're going to turn our attention to Jesus' heart. Now, you wonder, how can we know what is going on in a person's heart? Of course, we can observe them and look for, the, for hints of their inner life. But that knowledge is limited. We can get it wrong or misunderstand, though we gather a lot of information. The best way to know is for that person to tell us. But to reveal our hearts will make us vulnerable, leave us open to being hurt by others. You know, there's only one time that Jesus tells about us about his own heart. He rarely speaks of himself. And I think the major reason for that is that he's located his own identity in the Father. He said, for example, I and the Father are one. And if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Jesus also often defers to his Father, always seeks to do the will of his Father. So how are we going to know him? Now we have to watch him carefully and also listen to him intently. Thankfully, we have some hints provided to us in Scripture. Now, as we've said, we're not going to focus on all that Jesus does, but we want to know his heart. I remember reading a study a few years ago that was a research article about the obituaries that have appeared in newspapers since the founding of this country, and even before. Okay, I know this sounds pretty grim, but stay with me. It seems that over the last couple of hundred years, there has been an immense change in the way we talk about people that have died. I think in many ways this reflects what we think about people's identity. Today, obituaries tell us about the work accomplishments of the deceased, where they work, and what positions they held. But 200 years ago, occupations were rarely, if ever, mentioned. Instead, the focus was on character. Was the person loving toward others, generous, wise, sacrificial, faithful? This is what was reported because identity was tied more to character than to work accomplishments. Now think about what this difference means. You see, as Christ followers, we want to know what Jesus did. But even more than that, we want to know Jesus. We want to know the person and that's what we're going to be doing in the weeks ahead. Now, here is the only time that Jesus speaks of who he is, revealing his own heart to us. It's our scripture for today, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Now Jesus said these things as he began to pastor the people. We are told that he had compassion on the people because they seemed harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. 
Jesus tells the people that he is gentle and humble in heart. And we're going to break this down this week. But before we do, we need to think about the context. What was going on when Jesus shared about himself? Religion in Israel was all about law-keeping, trying to do the right things to gain authority and favor in your community and in the sight of the religious leaders. And get this, Judaism was a religion of strict adherence. This seriousness came about as a result of going into exile as a nation. While in Babylon and after Judah, that's the southern kingdom, lost power, the leaders wondered why. How did this happen? Their conclusion was that they had failed to keep the law. And as a result, they determined to be faithful in every way. They not only didn't work on the Sabbath, they wrote scores of laws to make sure they didn't break the Sabbath law. They could only walk short distances. They couldn't carry anything with them. And this was just the beginning. You weren't allowed to look in a mirror because you might want to adjust your hair, and that would be work. (laughs) You get the idea. What began with joy in the Lord, the original purpose of the Sabbath, became onerous and drudgery, and the end was an oppressive legalism that left no room for grace. It was a graceless life. If you were outside, there was no room for you in the inside crowd. You could be easily rejected by those considered right with God. If you were really hurting or struggled with sin, or had failures in your past, or came from a family with problems, or if you were sick, then something was wrong with you, and there was no grace, only exclusion. When legalism rules, there will be immense self-righteousness among many, and also hypocrisy will be found almost everywhere. And it was true in Israel. It's true, the motive for it all was good. But this way of coming to God never works. Now, when Jesus showed up, he touched everyone. He had a former tax collector and a former zealot and a freedom fighter among his disciples. Women joined his company and followed him across the countryside. And this was unheard of and just not respectable in the book of the religious people. He invited everyone to freedom in God. So imagine Jesus as he begins to teach the people. How do they know they can trust him? How does they know that he is not like all the other religious leaders and will not lay a heavy burden of law on their shoulders? Here's how. He tells them his heart. He tells them who he is. The religious leaders were filled with pride. They wanted to be honored wherever they went. But Jesus was humble. He never asked for special treatment. Instead, he became a servant of the people. He was also gentle. His messages were not filled with threats, but seasoned with salt. His life and heart opened the way for anyone to come to God. You see, he didn't cultivate fear. He engendered welcome by his very heart. I wonder if we believe this about Jesus. It is right for us to talk about what Jesus has done. There's much to talk about for sure. But I want you to know his heart so that you can know how freely you can come to him. Let's pray. Faithful Father, we know that an earthquake rent the mountains, a mighty wind blew, and even a great fire came. 
but you have spoken to us with a still small voice. You speak as a whisper in our lives, inviting us every day to come to you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you that your kingdom is love and your gospel is peace. In Jesus we pray. Amen.